Before we begin, this podcast is a place of acceptance, diversity, and respect. This podcast respects all aspects of people, including race, ethnicity, gender expression, sexual orientation, socioeconomic background, age, religion, and ability. That being said, let us begin. What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, Uplifting, and Positive News for a More Progressive Society. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. Glad to have you on, Tim. Glad for everyone for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Positive Truth. We bring you 10 positive news stories right here on Wednesday. It's going to be absolutely awesome. If you want to support the podcast, like, share, and subscribe. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you, sir? I am... um, I'm having a sugar craving after all the pizza I just ate. <laughs> Sounds about right. But besides that, I'm pretty good, man. Relaxed. We got a lot of great positive news stories today. Absolutely. I feel like you have the best ones, so you should go second. So I'll go first. I have a story. My first one is about Great Britain. They're banning the sale of ivory items regardless of their age in an effort to restrict the illegal ivory trade tackle poaching and help protect elephants and yeah i like it absolutely man that's awesome i I wish ivory was banned everywhere in the world but this is definitely an aggressive start i I like that story a lot what do you got tim man uh i'm gonna go ahead and jump into a few real quick because it's you know we have this this strike going on with these teachers they're walking out of class because well Kids are getting under, underfunded, they're not getting paid enough, and enough is enough. So they decided to go to the Capitol on Monday and on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, which is when this is coming out, the students are at the Capitol. And it's a wonderful thing because now it's the students' turn to talk and the students' turn to protest for what's absolutely right for their future. And the cool thing about this whole entire thing is there's so many restaurants in Oklahoma right now that are giving lunch, dinner, gift cards to teachers just to help out because they know that some of them aren't even getting paid to go protest, but they know they're protesting for the right things. Like for an example, San Marcos number four on April 2nd and April 3rd, if you showed your teacher ID, you got to eat for free and you got a free soft drink. Eagle One Pizza in Midwest City, you can stop by and get a heart-shaped pizza. Um, at, uh, well, there was another restaurant. I know we talked about Empire the other day. Shout out to Pizza. Man, shout out to Pizza for real, for real. Um, you had the uh, Retro Pub downtown, you know, the, where they had all the arcade games. They're giving away $25 on cue gas cards for absolutely free, no purchase necessary. And my favorite part is I work for Oklahoma City Public Schools as a coach, and Oklahoma City Public Schools found out about the student rally at the Capitol. And what they decided to do, man, they decided to send a bus down there from 10.30 to 1 p.m. tomorrow morning which we're recording, you know, the day before, to give lunch to any student that's 18 and under. It doesn't matter what district you're, you're from. They just basically want to help out these kids fight for their rights, man. I think it's so amazing. Absolutely. So, Tim, was that 10 positive news stories you just busted out? <laughs> I had to bust them all into one, man. It's too much positivity going on right now. Definitely had to share it. Absolutely. I don't even... Good job, kids. All I'm going to say there, if you don't know, if this is your first time tuning in, we are based out of Oklahoma City. 
And the teachers are fighting for their rights. They're peacefully protesting. It's absolutely awesome. After, you know, 10 years of deregulation, cutting taxes to large businesses, and cutting education, the teachers are standing up for themselves. So, yeah. All of that culminated in those 10 positive news stories Tim talked about. What else you got for us, JP? I have two about Hawaii, since you knocked out a couple there. So the first one is there's a hotel. They're giving out environmental, environmental-friendly sunscreen to protect Hawaii's coral reefs. Coral bleaching is happening especially in areas that are very popular with tourists due to sunscreen that has a, contains a, a chemical named oxybenzone. Shout out to me for pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, I was about to say, good job. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's absolutely awesome. The hotel is called Aqua Aston. I like how I can't pronounce that, but I can pronounce the oxybenzone. <laughs> <laughs> and they've given out 35,000 35, free samples have been handed out since April. On top of that, sunburns are bad for you. Like, tanning in general is kind of bad for you. But, like, getting a sunburn is not good for you. So sunscreen being donated for free that's also helping the environment. Shout out to Hawaii. That's not the only thing that's going on in Hawaii. What else is going on, JP? So there's an environmental group called Nets to Energy Program. They have a public and private partnership, public slash private partnership in Hawaii, that that provides a free opportunity to convert ocean, like waste into energy. So what they did is in March alone, they shipped nearly 12 tons of ocean waste and they turned it into energy. Really? Yeah, so they take these massive nets and they kept, they basically pick up trash and they take it to a scrap metal, scrap metal recycle and the nets are chopped into small pieces for the city's the city of Honolulu's H power facility. The nets are then burned, producing steam that powers a, a turbine that creates usable electricity. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of waste in, in the oceans for sure. I was just watching some, I don't know what I was watching, honestly. Ever since we started The Positive Truth, I read all kind of articles and watch all these random videos. And there was so much trash, I think, in the Pacific Ocean that was just piled up randomly. So hearing about something like that, man, it gives me hope. So they've been doing it since 2002. They've converted 800 tons of abandoned ocean trash into energy, and they're only getting better at it. So this should be a this should be a thing going forward as well. How have we not heard about this? They've been going since 2002, and no one's yeah, talking about this. I absolutely never heard about it. I was in shock when he said 2002. I'm I'm glad it's going on though, for sure. Yeah, uh, news. Can we please talk about this instead of porn stars and our president? Thank you. Do sabes. <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Oh, man, I'm going to go ahead and talk about... So, Bulgarians are letting storks inside their homes. You know what a stork is, right? That's like a super... That's like a super big bird that eats... It's kind of by oceans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, long... Was it beak? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. You can tell we're in Oklahoma with no beaches. (laughs) (laughs) True story, true story. Well, check this out. So the weather's been getting really bad over there, man, like freezing temperatures and 
all over Bulgaria, they've been finding storks that are frozen to death. And basically, this small town was like, you know what, we're going to take this into our own hands. And they decided to let storks inside their homes. There's about 40 different homes that have anywhere from one to five birds inside their house. Only for a few days, just until the weather, you know, gets a little bit warmer so they can survive. But they were just, they weren't about letting these storks migrate there because that's where they do migrate and letting them, you know, just die out. So they decided to do something about it. They're allowing them in their homes, their garage, their barns. And I definitely wanted to talk about it because I thought it was amazing for the citizens in Bulgaria to just let some birds in their house. I know myself, I wouldn't do that because, you know, I'm from Oklahoma and yeah, I'm terrified of birds, I guess. <laughs> so, but in all reality, man, I think that's awesome, you know, especially all the way on the other side of the world too. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I like that, Tim Tim. Speaking of other side of the world, on the other side of the states, there's a team called the Golden State Warriors. They're pretty good at basketball, and they're an NBA team, and they donated $450,000 to youth in the Bay Area. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they have a Hoops for Kids program, and it's a Warriors Community Foundation in partnership with Pacific Gas and Electric Company, or PG&E. And they raised $450,000 for eight organizations. And it's going to go basically for the kids in the Golden State, Oakland community. That's what's up, man. I guess I should say Oakland and San Francisco community. That's what's up. I'm, I'm, uh, I love whenever uh, NBA teams or professional teams are giving back to the community that they're in. I feel like this happens a lot. We just never hear about it. Yeah, and that's why we're here, man. We got to shine some light on it. Absolutely. Tim, how many, how many more do you have left? Uh, depends. How many more do you have left? <laughs> I have one. Uh, I have one or two. I, I'll, I got two, so I'll go ahead and knock this one out real quick. So, again, we're going back to the, the peaceful protest here in Oklahoma with the teachers. So, since they are protesting, there's a lot of school, school districts that are shut down right now. So, in Edmond... A few teachers decided to skip going to the Capitol to protest to go volunteer their time. So what happened is is that there's this uh, Henderson Hills day camp where parents are sending their kids since there's no school. They don't have any daycare. They're sending them to this day camp so that their kids can have somewhere to go. And these three teachers from Edmond Public Schools decided to volunteer their time because they're special education teachers and they realized that a lot of their students they need that regularity. They need structure throughout the day. So if they're staying at home, it messes their, their messes up their whole entire routine. So what they decided to do was go, and if there was any kids with special needs, they wanted to help out through the day. And that's exactly what they did, man. There's a short video I'm going to share to the Facebook page of the Positive Truth Podcast that News 9 did, and it's, it's pretty awesome. It's a two-minute video. But you see these teachers with their passion go in there and, you know, not getting paid, Throughout this peaceful protest, of course, they're supposed to be protesting to help fund their students, to help get a raise for themselves, which they truly deserve. And they're out here doing the right thing still, man. It shows why we need to give these teachers a raise, and it shows like how awesome these teachers are and how positive they are, man. This is exactly what kind of stories we need to be doing, and this is why I'm talking about it. I am silently clapping. Where are you going to be posting that video, Tim? At the Positive Truth Podcast on Facebook. You guys check that out. Like, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. Yeah, I like that page. We post positive news stories super frequently, more frequently than pretty much anywhere else on the internet. Speaking of positive news stories, my last one I think's really inspiring. 
There was a man, his name is Tony Bussey, and he was in a wildfire two years ago in Canada. He was, it's the, it was called the Fort McMurray wildfire. And at the time, Tony was 43. It was May 2016. And they thought the fire was behind him. It was a wildfire. It was out of reach. And all of a sudden, you know, wildfires can go crazy. And they had to leave. And they, when they were packing up, what, Tony, like, Bussy, he was, well, he was almost 600 pounds. So he took up two seats so someone couldn't get on because of him. Right. And he told himself, never again. So since May 2016, he's lost 326 pounds, Tim. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and how did he do that, man? Uh, I had it. I had it. So he said he went from basically low-carb, high-protein. He said he took the skin off his chicken and ordered veggies instead of fries. He started walking and gradually increased his exercise time. He said at first he could only exercise for five minutes for without feeling like he was going to die. He said two years ago I could barely walk to my car. I could barely fit in my car. And once he said went from five minutes to exercise a day to ten. Went to ten to fifteen. Just kept eating healthy and he just kept pushing at it. And he went from size 66 jeans to size 34. So, yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him. What was his name? Tony Bessie. Or... Bussy, B U S S E Y. Yeah, I'm gonna say Tony because I don't <laughs> want to butcher his name. <laughs> it seems so simple too when you're reading it. Oh, but shout out to Tony, man. That's amazing. That's that's tough in itself. Man, that oh, shout out to him, man. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't even look like the same person. He also looks like he like he's 43 now. I think, and he looks like a solid like 25. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Lost weight and got younger, too. That's what's up. (laughs) If you saw him on the street, you'd be like, he's just a normal person. Like, there's no way this person ever weighed 600 pounds. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to share this to JoJo. He can put it in one of our positive news videos. Oh, absolutely, man. That would be dope to check out. Well, man, I got one more story left, and I I really enjoy this one. So, there is a uh, two-year-old boy, right? Well, now he's two. But let me go ahead and start from the beginning. So... Whenever he was a baby, he was at home. It was on Christmas Day, 2015. His name is Dylan, and uh, basically he was rushed to the hospital. He uh, was having trouble breathing, and they ended up finding out that uh, he had a collapsed lung and that his lungs were covered in cysts. So he was basically diagnosed with a rare rare pulmonary Langerhans cell. I can't say this last one, man. I'm going to say PLCH. (laughs) Okay, okay. He's basically uh, diagnosed with this rare disease. And um, two years later, it wasn't things weren't getting any better. He's now two years old. He's on life support at this point. And it got to the point where his family were, his parents were, we have to say goodbye. His big older brother had to say goodbye. He was only a couple years older than him. And whenever they were getting ready to take him off life support, a miracle basically happened. He started breathing a little bit. His eyes started twitching and his parents immediately said stop you know he has some fight left in him and as they took him off the medication and turned the life support off he opened up his eyes he started breathing on his own and his oxygen levels actually started to improve 
So he uh, he started to wake up. He started to get his strength back. This happened on Friday. He was able to go home on Sunday. Wait, what? How? <laughs> I have no idea. I wish I did. <laughs> I really wish the, I did. The doctors don't know either? The doctors have no clue what happened. He was in a coma for, uh, I think it was three months. And that's why they were like, you know what? He's not waking up from this, this coma, so we're just going to have to say our goodbyes. And as they were literally, as they were turning off the machine, that's whenever he started to wake up, gained his strength back. And by Sunday, he was able to go home. That was, hold, hold up. So he woke up when? What day? He woke up on Good Friday and was able to go home on Easter Sunday. So, so you're saying he's Jesus? Is that what you told me to? <laughs> I have no idea. Easter hey. miracle or something? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely an Easter miracle. That's actually what the article says. Dylan was our Easter mir miracle. <laughs> we didn't even time that. That was nice. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, right, man? That's awesome. That's a hell of a good Friday. Yeah, man, for sure. There's actually a family picture that they're all together. He actually looks really healthy, happy. It's 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 awesome, man. I'm glad that uh, he made it, and I'm glad that you know his family's in in whole. Yeah, that's awesome, Tim Tim. Where'd you find that story at? Man, uh, what's SunnySkies.com? Okay. Um, yeah, why is this not being talked about more? Man, I wish I knew. I, I really do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that's what we do. We talk about stories that should be talked about, just like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Well, yeah, we'll be back on Friday with another positive interview. We're talking to Oklahoma Poison Control. Her name is Laura, and she's going to talk about what poison control is, all that fun stuff. And then she's going to talk about the opioid epidemic and how you can recognize and prevent it in your community. It's a pretty awesome interview how you can help out with the opioid epidemic. In the meantime, Tim has a positive quote. Let's hear it, Tim Tim. Don't get Lesterday. Wow, I said Lesterday. You sure did? <laughs> I thought that was on purpose, though. <laughs> Don't yet Lesterday. That's what I just said. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Will Rogers. Absolutely. So let's go conquer the day, people. We're out. Stay positive.